everybody welcome welcome to the show this is sweet sounds radio show where we play inspirational jazz and soul new and old i'm leah hinton and i'm so excited to have you here with us today we have a very exciting sit down chat today with the lovely and so talented Baco. You're going to enjoy getting to know her and her music, so stick along for the ride. Don't forget that you can check out this playlist later on Spotify. Just search Sweet Sounds Radio Show with Leah and you will find it there. And you can check the replay of today's show on Spotify as well. Alright, we're going to hop right into the first song of the show. Here is Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Strong with Cheek to Cheek. Heaven, I'm in heaven, and my heart beats so that I can hardly speak. And I seem to find the happiness I see When we're out together, dancing cheek to cheek Yes, heaven I'm in heaven And the kids that hung around me through the week Seems to vanish like a gambler's lucky streak When we out together, dancing cheek to cheek Oh, I'd love to climb to mountain, reach the highest peak But it doesn't thrill me half as much Let's dance cheek to cheek Oh, I'd love to go out fishing In a river or a creek But I don't enjoy it half as much As dancing cheek to cheek Now mama, dance with me I want my arms about you The charms about you Will carry me through Yes, heaven I'm in heaven And my heart beats so That I can hardly speak And I seem to find The happiness I seek When we out together Dance cheek to cheek. Take it, Ella. Swing it. Heaven, I'm in heaven, and my heart beats so that I can hardly speak, and I seem to find the happiness I see. When we're out together, dancing cheek to cheek Heaven, I'm in heaven And the cares that hung around me through the week Seem to vanish like a gambler's lucky streak But it doesn't thrill me half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Oh, I love to go out fishing in a river or a creek. But I don't enjoy it half as much as dancing cheek to cheek. Come on and dance with me. I want my own. 
The soulful R&B, jazz, hip-hop, alternative fusion artist, Baco. Awesome, Miss Baco. So first, tell us about that that beautiful name. Oh, yes. I I always get really uh, excited about telling people about my name because I think a lot of people assume it's like a name I created for Mm -hmm. myself. but uh, it actually is in, uh, in my language in Georgian, uh, like pet names or nicknames for short are always ending with Ako often. Uh, like, mm, like your name would be like Liako, you know, like as like a nickname. So my nickname, since I was a baby, uh, it's been Bako. It's short for Barbare, which means Barbara. So really, I'm a Barbara. (laughs) But um, in Georgia, like my family, my uh, closest friends, and of course my musician friends, they all call me Baco. Um, And it's really funny though, because as as my mom said, as a little baby, she would call me Baca for some reason. Like it would end with an A and then it just like evolved into Baco. Um, But yeah, so that is, it's actually kind of a unisex because um, there's a lot of names that also start with a B-A and then you can end it with a K-O. So that is the long explanation of where Baco is. Uh, When I was around like 16 and I started posting music online and stuff, I was having that conversation with my mom of like, what should I go by? And she was like, why don't you just do Baco? Like, it's your nickname, like we all call you that. Yeah, that's a history of the name. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And, you know, of course, the uh, most popular question, how did you get into music? That It's always interesting to hear people's stories. Yeah, everybody's got like their you know own unique yeah. story, which is like, it's actually a fun question for me to ask a lot of like my artist friends. Um, but yeah, mine is kind of uh, interesting, I guess, funny in a way. I was going on a trip to my native country when I was 12 um, and I stayed there for like seven months. Uh, I went from like uh, Virginia to Georgia because in the middle school in Virginia, I I wasn't really fitting in. So my mom just sent me to Georgia for seven months, had me go to a public school there uh, and everything. So like I was learning in another language wasn't really paying attention. I, I just attended. <laughs> I just attended to make friends and um, all that good stuff. But one of the cool things that I'm forever, I mean, probably changed my life in a way, but my parents had me take like guitar lessons. Um, and it was this older gentleman named Tango. And he was almost like intimidating. Um, uh, he, my grandmother would make him wine every time he would ask for a glass of wine <laughs> and, uh, he, he was very like 
endearing in a way where like you can tell he had a big heart and eventually you know he he would soften up to me um but at first he was a bit like you know intimidating um and stern and he just right away was like all right you're gonna sing too and i was like wait what <laughs> like i it was so foreign for me to sing especially you know in front of people and so i was very intimidated just by the thought of it but i agreed uh and i practiced and i also think like the benefit of starting at a younger age especially 12 is a lot easier to pick things up because you're like a sponge at that age. Uh, so I got kind of lucky in that way that I ended up connecting with it. I learned like a couple songs. It was like Love Me Tender by Elvis, a couple of Georgian folk songs. And at the end of it, I played like what I learned um, for family and, and him. And they, they kind of like it created this emotional reaction that I think as a 12 year old child had a lasting impact on my relationship with art and music. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. <laughs> I like performing for my family and I like um, doing this. And I just kind of like taught myself chords on like this website called echords.com. I would just like learn these songs and uh, always kept it as a hobby, just would play for friends, family, uh, until I wanna say like 16 is when I really started like picking it up again and taking it more seriously. But that's really where it started, like where the plant, uh, where the seed was planted was probably when I was 12 and I, and I learned the guitar, so. And so tell me a little bit about the Georgian music. Yeah. Um, um, so it's funny because uh, it, it's it's funny because I feel like now I'm reconnecting with that side more than ever um, of that 12 year old girl actually um, because a lot of my influences back then are coming back and um, Georgian music uh, well I want to say Georgian folk those are the songs that he taught me um, it's very unique uh it's how do i say this a lot of um acoustic based um sounds and very like there's a purity about it because of the simpleness of like the lyrics like the one of the most uh, popular ones very old song it's called tsitsi natela and it's uh tsitsi natela means firefly and so it's a love song about a firefly but there's also something so poetic about that. And um, it's one of the songs that I can play a hundred times. It'll always make me emotional uh, because obviously there's so many meanings to that, right? Like the firefly, it's like a song of hope in a way. Um, and, and it's a love song as well. Like you've taken my light away, you know? Um, but yeah, there's a lot of that. Like Georgia has um, a long history with, uh, like poems and literature and um and that is you really see that in the in the folk music as well um and so the melodies that that i was taught at that young age with the folk music um those melodies i think like stayed with me in my songwriting like later on as i got older and um and i think now um with the new stuff i'm kind of like doing it on my own like just playing around with um, I'm kind of revisiting a lot of like those those roots that kind of I I have I guess naturally, and so that's been kind of a cool ride of like trying to revisit those places and like uh, just yeah like rediscovering um, a lot of that and figuring out my identity a little bit better now that I'm older too and a little bit more like experienced so yeah I feel like you will kind of um bring some of the Georgian music style into your uh, oh yeah R&B style for sure for sure yeah um I'm working on like this little EP that's been taking too long as you know how that process is you go back to it you put it down you leave, you go back to it, and 
it's been a lot of that since like the pandemic. And I decided to do like a little quirky alternative like EP. And it was around the time that I learned how to like record in my own room. I got like a MacBook, I got Logic and kind of started doing my little producing. <laughs> it's funny because I'm so not a producer, but the little bit that I learned was so encouraging and it gave me so much confidence. And really all I needed was just to learn how to record and play the guitar and record my voice and that's it. And from that, I wrote a couple songs um, that have like a mixture of Georgian lyrics and English lyrics, which I was like, you know what? I think I'm off to something with this. <laughs> because, um, I mean, uh, yeah, I want to try, like, I feel like as a, uh, lately in the more recent years, especially these past two years, I, I've been like leaning towards alternative music a lot. And like, like I said earlier, like digging back into the folk stuff and like just kind of figuring all that out and mixing it all together. And so I, I want to at least, uh, my goal is to make like uh, an alternative project, like an alternative EP, and to have that show a lot of that Georgian side of me, because that's the side of me that like really started it all. And and yeah, there's so much in that. And, and it's not even fully Georgian because I grew up in America. And so my identity is really like, I never really felt fully there or fully here. And so I want this, I guess, EP to represent that, like the complexity of like a person, like the different colors of me. Touchdown, kiss the ground, come my way. Now 
for them tests, but you've been true to me always. From relaxers and bubble coats. When I put my 4.0s in my panty drawer. Now I rock a chic Caesar and a comfortable. Girlies with the camel toe, top attitudes. They should blame it on the boogie, yo. Got to kill my radio, she got a mouth on ya. Super head stereo, louder than a woofer, stubber than a teacher. Meet me at the bleachers, like we used to do in high school. You made waves, now they see. Watch you like the choir, watch Dietrich Hannibal Lecter, trick nasty Had a long day and I just wanna put it past me Cup of tea, you and me, like them Classic, classic You should know It's gonna be alright When I get home We gonna fight the fight Together alternative style I can definitely see that for you I mean you can already kind of hear a little bit of that in your music with the live elements and the production and, and all of that I, I really like that sound it's really cool what yeah. what made you go that route well being around live music for sure um, and like just falling in love with it <laughs> like just period you know uh, as simple as that I started like being around it more because in the beginning, I think I was surrounded with a lot of more like producer people, you know, just uh, folks who were in the studio, a lot of hip hop producers, and that's great of its own, you know. Um, but I, I took a trip to Amsterdam about two, three years ago, and uh, I met a couple musicians, jazz musicians, and I hadn't been inspired like that in a long time because I kind of was stuck in a place um, of like feeling stagnant in my music. I, I was signed to a production deal um, and that was great, but we weren't we weren't releasing a lot of that music and uh, it became almost a regime of like going to the studio, writing, recording, going to the studio, writing, recording. And just being around like jazz musicians, like real live musicians who just pour their soul and like seeing it and just being around it, I think left me with such a feeling, such a hunger and thirst to like explore that world more that uh, that was a game changer for me. Um, there was a jazz musician, really talented, invited me to one of his sets at um, New Blue. Uh, I'm sure you know New Blue. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> And I mean, I was, you know, I wasn't used to going to like these really cool jazz venues. So for me, it was like, it was very special for me. Um, just being in that setting, listening to such, uh, such talented and incredible um, artists. And so at that point, I just started networking and, uh, and collaborating. And it was kind of history ever since. And and also, it, with the times, I think live music, as cliche as it sounds, like I, I feel like it's coming back. Um, I mean, I know the '70s are back. <laughs> like, just you know, I walked down the street and I'm seeing you know bell bottoms and bangs exactly. and you know. But also, I think there is a, I think there is more of a demand and more. Uh, standards I think that's being uh, held again um, to a lot of like artists artistry I should say the hip-hop and jazz and all that mixed in what's where did the love for jazz and, and all these different styles um, yes 
I love this question. And what's kind of your approach to um, the hip hop? Because uh, you do have some some rhymes in there. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, a, kind of a two part question. I I'm looking to kind of do more in that. Um, just I just I've always loved rap and always love you know the, the old school rap and the 2000s rap you know i've always loved that so what's what's your approach to to doing that <laughs> yeah it's uh it, it well the jazz stuff was like i think implemented in me at a very young age um since i was a child like my mom listens to a lot of it my grandmother my other grandmother um yeah like that uh uh, Ella Fitzgerald was a big one growing up. I would hear her in the car, on the radio in Georgia. Louis Armstrong, Ray Charles, um, also old school R&B, Barry White. Um, those are some of the cassettes that would be on repeat in the car. <laughs> and so at, in my little brain, this kind of was like the beginning of it all. Um, and then hip hop. Yeah. I fell in love with hip hop uh, in high school. Uh, I want to say 10th grade is really when I like fell, you know, like hardcore fell. Uh, uh, and it was, I think, Tribe Called Quest. It was some video on YouTube, like early YouTube days. And in the video of this YouTube video, it had um, Can I Kick It play. And all of a sudden, I just like, I don't know what happened. I think time froze. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I need it in my life all around me. Uh, the beat, this, like just the, I don't know. I just fell in love with Tribe Called Quest, as we all did. But um, that changed the game for me. And then Diggable Planets, uh, where I'm from, that was another big song that just like, yeah, the, the, the rhythm of hip hop, the uh, melodies of hip hop, like, just uh also i was kind of going through a lot at that time and i felt like i feel like a lot of people my age like millennial generation especially like we are we are like all a product of like hip-hop in a way like we're all ch kind of children of that generation because i i feel like the golden well that's debatable, so let me shut my mouth. But I do feel like the golden era was the 90s. <laughs> I mean, that was, hip hop really started dominating, I feel like, um, around that time. And we were babies. I mean, we were, you know, children growing up around that. And so now I feel like music, now I'm remembering your question. So it's good that this is segueing into that. I do feel like a lot of artists now are kind of like eclectic and a mixture of all that you know like singers rap and rappers sing and it's kind of like this this one thing you know um and so yeah that's where kind of the timeline happened first it was you know the jazz and the Barry White and the Bob Marley you know the the old school classics right and then uh and then it evolved into like rock and roll and then hip hop and, and then here we are. So um, yeah, it's it's been a, a, a mix, I wanna say, but uh, it did start like at a, at a younger age for mm -hmm. sure, yeah. And I love how you put it with, it really is a mix together. Just the singers rap, rappers sing. Yeah. Rapper sing. I never thought about that because that is so true, especially today with today's music. That's literally yeah. the music, the pop music. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think that like, and there's also just like so many, uh, there, there's so many genres and subgenres and countercultures and like, and there's a space for everyone. And I think that that's, uh, that's really great in so many ways because you can find like your own lane. And, and so I feel like you don't have to, you know, treat it like a race or a competition. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's like, you should just like find your, where you are and like thrive in that, and like build in that, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, and I think a lot of uh, artists are doing that now where they're just mm -hmm. like, they're finding their uh, aesthetic, I guess you want to say their style and they're building from that and, and that's great, you know.
Like a tribe does Before this Did you really know What live was? Comprehend to the track Force why Cause getting mentions On the tip of the vibe buzz Rock and roll To the beat Of the funk fuzz Wipe your feet Really good On the rhythm rug If you feel the urge To freak Do the jitterbug Come and spread your arms If you really need a hug Afrocentric living Is a big shrug A life filled with That's what I love A lower plateau Is what we're above If it diss us We won't even think of We'll nip of the dog And give a big shove This rhythm really fits Like a snug glove Like a box of positives It's a plus love As the trial flies High like a dove Funky behavior Make a note on the rhythm we gave you Feel free, drop your pants, check your hair Do you like the garments that we wear? I instruct you to be the obeyer A rhythm recipe that you'll savor Doesn't matter if you're minor or major Yes, the tribe of the game, we're the player As you inhale like a breath of fresh air into our chat and I think like coming up in that you respect the music so much I never thought that rap could be an option for me because it's like those artists were so amazing I mean until you know maybe people like Lauren Hill of course you know but even still like she's a rap like she's a rapper and she's a, she's a singer <laughs> yeah. like you never think like, yeah. okay, I, as a singer, I can do that too. I No, I can probably just sing and that's it. <laughs> I feel like today, the way our music is, is, is pretty encouraging of just do what you feel is good and obviously continue to, to work on your craft. But I feel encouraged that I can do a little bit of that. It's like all, it's like expression in its whole, you know, it's like just express yourself. and. Like there is a power in words. There's such a power in words. And like another big one for me, like uh, classes that I thrived in was, it was only art class and English class. <laughs> and I had this teacher, shout out Mrs. Jones. <laughs> I love her. She was my favorite teacher in middle school. 
and she would on the TV play, um, what was it called? Deaf Jam Poetry or something. Uh, most deaf would host it. And she would have us all watch that. And uh, it was, I think, seventh grade I was in. She would have us all watch it for the whole class. And I just want to say this probably planted another big seed in, in, in my life as a writer. I always wrote like little poems also like growing up as a kid. So I, I had like a fondness for words and, and rhyming like Dr. Seuss books and things, but this was a game changer, you know? And when uh, we would watch these, um, just seeing how like the poets would it almost was like they, they were spinning, you know? But it was also like, I had never seen it at the time before, where it was like this performance of the poem. And and there was like so much style to it and so much um, expression to it and so much power in those words. And it, made, it gave me the same feeling that like a song would give me. And so in that moment, like I think that that kind of was the beginning of like what led me to really like fall into hip hop, you know, and like explore that that world. And 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 I and I think that like at some point um, it, it was tricky for me. Um, I think because like and hip hop like I think always accepted me and in, in the way that like around producers and artists and stuff like I always felt like you know, I was accepted because I, like, it was like the in the school that I went to, um, it was like we would rap before school and after school we would freestyle. So it was kind of like in the, it, it, that was what uh, that high school like did for me at least. Like we would like skip school and freestyle. And and so I think like for me, my love for, for rapping and, and expressing myself through rhyming and, and rhythm was it felt so like natural to me that um, it it was received well, if that makes any sense, because it, it did become like this this trend for a while. You know, I remember of like the 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 white girl rappers. You know, the um, Iggy Azalea. You know, those girls were getting big, and it, it became this like trendy thing to to be a rapper and um, and also, you know, kind of like sell your sexuality and, you know, that kind of thing. And so I always felt conflicted, I think, of like my identity and not appropriating. And even at that age, like I, I was aware of it, you know? And, um, and so, and there was a time I think where like I didn't, I was still finding my identity. So it was easier for me to like, try to be something else or like try to like maybe sh shift a little too much into something that I wasn't. Um, and so as I got more into like my mid twenties, I started like embracing it of like, okay, well, this is a side of me and this is a side of me and let me just somehow combine all of this and be myself and and not feel like conflicted about like being a certain thing because this is who I am and now I think it's like it's really cool because I, I feel like it there is a space for for everybody yeah. and and I think that hip-hop is is like it's, it's a culture and it's a history. Um, it's also a feeling yeah. and, and it's a feeling that is like now becoming like global, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's still the dominant, um, force I think in music right now. Um, but yeah, I, I start, I've had a very, I want to say like a complicated relationship with hip hop. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's also the love of my life. So that's kind of the, the yeah, the honest kind of like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love talking with you about this. And, and it, it's funny yeah. because Why? You're, you're really like going through all my questions perfectly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Be, being a, being a, a, a big talker helps, I think. <laughs> 
It's funny though, because like as a kid, apparently I, I didn't talk at all. Like my mom said, as a kid, I was really quiet. Same. And Same. <laughs> really? Yes. One time yeah. my mom literally sat me down and was like, you need to speak up, little girl. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And yeah, I remember that. I think that explains a lot of like being an artist because I think like when we were young, maybe we were analyzing our surroundings more and we were good at that you know of just like we would just analyze and take in and analyze i and think it's, we still do that yeah we still do that yeah. it's still a big part of us mm -hmm. to do that mm -hmm. for sure yeah but i have thought about that like why was i such a quiet kid and now i'm such a loud kid <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it, it makes sense for sure Mm -hmm. and so tell us about your new single coming down. oh yes. oh thank you Leah thank you yeah I think come and go is a representation of like everything that I literally talked to you about in this interview of just like my love for hip-hop and then my love for live music and those two meeting and being like hey let's be friends <laughs> And I think we could be long, long time friends <laughs> and, and all my influences. And then also just getting lucky along the way, like meeting incredible people who, who like have inspired me, who I got lucky enough to befriend, who decided to like be a part of the song. Um, Steve Bellado, a good friend of mine, um, he produced it like on a Zoom, like we're doing right now, on a live Zoom session, like during the quarantine. And it was kind of like the original, there was this like song EP that I did when I was 21 and I never fully like finished it, but it was one of the songs from the EP that I wanted to like recreate, like the lyrics and uh, singing the melody. Steve was like, I want to make this with you. Like, let's just do it all over. Let's recreate it. So that's kind of what happened. And also before we produced it, I sang it at New Blue mm -hmm. at my last and only gig or last and only set on my 27th birthday. <laughs> and it just, yeah, it, it, I, I was like, you know, I really liked this live re recreation of Come and Go. And Let's definitely like create it. Steve and I uh, did it on Zoom, like I said, and then I just had everybody else like send stems. Mm -hmm. um, I had Ray Angry um, on the piano. He just totally like Ugh. set the foundation. Like I was just like, okay, I gotta finish this so song. Yes, you better <laughs> what? Right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, I really gotta finish this song now. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and then I got uh, Mono Neon on the bass. Um, of course, like all I needed, was, I was like, all right, I don't need anything else from you. All I need is <laughs> this is good. This is as good as it gets. So, yeah, uh, Moki, who I'm a fan of, um, saxophone player, just incredible. He's great. Um, such a like seriously one of my favorites. Truly, like honestly, one of my favorite saxophone players. Um, For real, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I just, yeah, I just got lucky with having such incredible people on, on this song who like really vibed with the song. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I think like Come and Go really like gave me hope again that we're in places that I felt like was lost. Because I was like, all right, I feel like this represents me pretty accurately as an artist. Like these are a lot of like big parts of what started it for me and, and like who I am in my identity. and. And I don't feel like I'm faking it or I'm trying to be something I'm not. I feel like this is, I think my aim like is to be authentic and to come across authentic and and to just like, I, I guess like have that resonate and also lyrically have that resonate. And so, yeah, um, it was a love song about New York. And right, love <laughs> New York. <laughs> it was my love song about New York. I have on another complicated relationship at, and that's with New York, but in the, in the best way. Um, I, I mean, New York it is, uh, I think represents like, I, I feel like this is kind of, in, in a lot of ways I feel home here because um, it's the city of immigrants 
I'm an immigrant. It's a city of artists. It's a city of um, just like go-getters and like people who just, you know, are in the moment. And, um, and there's so much, I think like where it can like create you and it can break you and it can like just it do so much to you <laughs> and I wanted to like talk about that I guess in the song of like yeah and and also my relationship with time and how like that goes into living in New York <laughs> like just how time how fast time can fly and like uh yeah but uh, I didn't want to be like too philosophical about it I just kind of wanted to like not not get too I think like caught up in the lyrics and like making it just about uh being poetic and stuff like I still want it to be a bop <laughs> I wanted it to be like where people can you know bop their heads to it and, and like vibe with it yeah so it, yeah so I think like I got some good advice some from some good friends and they were like you should structure it a little bit more simpler and you know make it more like vibey where a person can you know rock to it pretty much mm -hmm. and and that really helped in the direction of you know finishing it up yeah i love that and i love that live bit that you put at the beginning of, the, of your live you. You show yeah that was really cool yeah thank you so much yeah i'm, I'm actually currently oh and i also want to say aina my my good friend aina ilanova she plays a violin she also was on the song mm -hmm. um and I feel like I'm also missing a couple names. Oh, and I just want to say, if it wasn't for Ricky, um, Ooh, yes. uh, he uh, he helped me like really finish the song because he had a contest going on where uh, if you wanted like free mixing, mastering a, a photo shoot, yeah, mm. like just to finish it up. And I was kind of in a tight place where I couldn't afford like proper, you know, mixing and so i reached out and he was like let's do it and so i honestly would not even have this song out right now it would still be in my demos files if it wasn't for ricky and his really talented friend matt matt piper uh -huh. who um, yeah. engineered it yeah matt's awesome they're just awesome i mean ricky <laughs> is just like the best so he is so <laughs> he, nice. he's such a sweetheart like such yeah. a nice kid all around super mm -hmm. talented i mean just like yeah, I'm so glad Steve, like, he he tagged me in it. He was like, you should do this. And then, uh, yeah, and just getting to, like, connect with Ricky was amazing. And, like, I'm just so grateful. Like, he, he's great. And so, yeah, it's out now on Spotify <laughs> and iTunes and yeah. all that good stuff. We're, we're definitely going to play it on the show. Ooh, I'm oh, so yeah. excited. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I love it. Oh, and I'm and I'm currently like working on a, a music video. Nice. Uh, I I decided to like do my own music video because I kind of started getting into filming. Okay. Stuff, phone editing. Yeah. And, and I don't have the money right now, you know, for like a fancy music video. Really? So I was like, you know what? Let me take it into my own hands. Um, I, I got the well, uh, I got this film camera as a gift and for somebody on Christmas and uh, and he taught me how to use it and how to use the film and all that good stuff uh, how to digitize and so um, I was like you know what why don't I just shoot come and go on this old film camera and I can definitely see that that's cool
melodies move me Sweet like souffle at the cafe I must say, I just want the fun days Like when we used to go together like good food And Chardonnay, pardon me But the raindrops won't stop Dropping on my window, I was dreaming I was only dreaming What is my purpose, what's my meaning? What will I leave before I'm deep in? What will I leave before I leave? purchase it and check out her other stuff follow her on social media subscribe and like and comment on there as well as her youtube channel and just support 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 (laughs) and that is bako b-a-k-k-o bako lovely talented artist and uh yeah check her out okay we're hopping right back into the chat this show is all about uh, being inspired and, and really just trying to stay in that um, in that zone, in that vibe, in that uh, feeling of, of being inspired and, and, of course, inspiring others. So what what is inspiring you lately or what uh, who inspires you? What or who? What or who inspires me? That's just a deep question right there. Um, I think for me, uh, it's all just like each day inspires me. I think like I'm constantly changing. I think we are ever changing as people and like the phases that we're in inspires me and just, uh, embracing those phases, embracing those seasons that we're in. My Spotify algorithms <laughs> inspire me. <laughs> um, damn, Spotify needs to like, I'm giving them so many shout outs right now, but uh, yeah, just, you know, um, I'm kind of, so I have short attention span and I think sometimes it helps me in a lot of ways because I go from like one thing to another, but I also just, uh, yeah. So like the song I'm into in that moment inspires me mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. And, and so that's really the honest answer is just like, 
who I'm changing into uh, with a combination of the, the music that I'm into that week or that month and how that um, evolves my ear and that evolves my, uh, how I write music going forward. And uh, yeah, and right now I think it's a lot of like, uh, a lot of um, <laughs> like electronic, uh, uh, I wanna say trip hop meets like, and then there's also uh, jazz and um, <laughs> 70s jazz, maybe I want to say. It, just different, a lot of like random, I, I kind of like wish I could just show you like my my weekly suggestions playlist <laughs> and it, that'll be like a good idea, a good, to give you a good idea of it. But um, yeah. Uh, and uh, also just on a random note, I don't really uh, listen to her music often, but um, I saw Adele's like recent performance uh, at, uh, I think it was, uh, I, I forget what the show was called, but um, it just felt really cool how she had the orchestra and it was really graceful and really classy. And that inspired me, you know, it gave me like a nice, um, like sometimes it'll be an artist who I don't particularly listen to every day or, you know, keep them. But if I see a performance of theirs and it really moves me, that will inspire me, you know? Um, so like a nice solid like performance gives me energy and emotions that like fuel me, you know? Doja Cat, I really like her as a performer and I love her energy and her charisma as an artist. Um, uh, and she's, I think like she's she's like a breath of fresh air um, in in like pop and hip hop and all that. Like I, I really like her, um, and so yeah, a lot of things inspire me. I um, I listen to everyone and like whatever just like gives me the right feeling, like or the right vibe. You know, I I love that. Um, and and yeah, I think anything can inspire you if it gives you like a feeling and if it feels like real to you and 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 excites you I think um yeah that's good <laughs> that's good. <laughs> nice awesome well um I can't wait to uh, share this with everyone and play your music and uh, excited for you to have your new music and your new video coming. So thank you so much. Thank yeah. you, Ria, for having me on this uh, on this wonderful in this wonderful space. And it's been really cool just talking with you. And you sure. too. I I had wanted to connect with you for a while now, and got away from me. And so I. Well, I'm glad we finally did it. We we did Ooh. the deal. So. Yeah. <laughs> You can win As long as you keep your head to the sky Be optimistic
living in the moment, who's the opponent? I own it. Get it when I want it, composition of the golden. Enroll the school of life, through the dice, do it like. Living in ambition on a mission impossible. Envision optimism through a prism that's optical to see through obstacles and be remarkable. Living it for the infinite, intuit of the intimate, influenced by the sentiment, sent to it, surrendering it, surrendered it to the sky, centered in my eye. Living in the glory and the story of a warrior, Victoria, the more we love. From our poor we was to euphoria, kicking the door because we think notorious. classic i love that one and that is august green um which includes robert glassberg common and kareem riggins and featuring brandy originally done by sounds of blackness but such a classic beautiful rendition as well all right y'all thank y'all so much for joining us for the show we are here at the end and I hope you enjoyed our sit-down chat with the a great Baco. And go and check out her song, Come and Go. Stream it, purchase it, share it, like it, <laughs> all of the above. And look out for her music video, which is on the way. And we're just excited for all that is going on. We hope you are staying encouraged and inspired be inspired to do some good stay inspired don't forget to follow us on spotify check it uh, so that you can check out this playlist later right after the show you'll be able to check it out and you can catch the replay of this show here there as well put in your order for a natural hair wig or hair piece at flowerbombshells.com we would love to service you there uh, check out the other shows here on the station and just continue to uh, be encouraged and uplifted we will see you same time same place next Sunday and be easy <laughs> this is Sweet Sounds Radio Show where we play inspirational jazz and soul new and old Leah Hinton here, and I'm out.